0: The Dallas Stars made some moves at the end of last week to help round out Pete DeBoer's new coaching staff. We'll talk about the newest additions to the Dallas Stars coaching unit and talk about where some former Stars head coaches have ended up in the NHL and my thoughts on that all coming up on this Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, Credential member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Tuesday, July 5th. Hope you guys had a fantastic 4th of July weekend. Hope it was safe and fun and you got to enjoy time with friends and family. Uh, and we are back this week, diving in headfirst to all of the Dallas Stars news. And then, of course, we will be getting ready for the NHL draft that's coming up very, very very soon, as in tomorrow, July 6th. But whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you listen. Without any further hesitation, let's dive into what we're here to talk about on today's episode, which is, of course, the new assistant coaching hires for the Dallas Stars. As we all know, Pete DeBoer has been named head coach of the Stars for a couple weeks now, uh, and the next question was who were going to be some of his assistants. Of course, we all know that Kelly Forbes, the video coach, and Jeff Reese, the goalie coach, would be returning. Uh, the only two assistants returning from Brick Bonus's staff from last season, uh, but everyone else and all the other positions, it was kind of up in the air on who would be coming in, and it was all dependent on who would be the new head coach. And now we have our new head coach, and now we have two new assistants added to the staff in Steve Spot and Elaine Nazardine. And uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about each coach individually, starting with Steve Spot, who has a very long and storied history of coaching with Pete DeBoer, uh, mainly coaching the power play side of things for whatever teams they've been with, both with the San Jose Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights and you take a look kind of at the broad view of things in terms of the numbers for the power play for these teams and it's pretty interesting what you'll find I mean the first season together that DeBoer and Spot had in San Jose in 2015-2016 the Sharks had the third best power play they were the third seed in the Pacific Division and of course made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals that season where they would eventually go on to lose to the Pittsburgh Penguins Uh, And then after that, things were kind of up and down. In 2016-2017, the Sharks had the 25th best power play. Again, third in the Pacific Division, lost in round one of the postseason. The 17-18 campaign found the Sharks with the 26th best man advantage. Uh, Third in the Pacific, once again, lost in round two. And then in the 18-19 season, the Sharks had the sixth best power play, and they would eventually go on to lose Uh, After being the second seed in the Pacific Division, they would go on to lose to the eventual Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, in the Western Conference Finals. And then in Vegas, things were kind of similar in terms of the way things kind of shaped out in terms of how it started and how it ended for DeBoer and Spot together in the same city. In the 1920 season, the Vegas Golden Knights had the 19th best power play. They were the top seed in the playoffs in the bubble that season, and then, of course, lost in the conference finals to the Dallas Stars. In the 2021 campaign, the Golden Knights were the 22nd best power play team, second in their division, where they eventually lost in the conference finals yet again to the Montreal Canadiens. And then last season, the Vegas Golden Knights had the 25th best power play in the NHL an injury-ridden season and they did miss the playoffs as we all know the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators beat them out for those final wild card spots and You know, If you're anything like me, maybe you are a little bit discouraged by those numbers when you first look at them, but I don't think that we should necessarily write this off as a bad hire um, or a bad move and say that spot is a completely unqualified coach. Sure, there have been some seasons where it looks like the power play numbers are less than desirable, but there's also been a handful of seasons where things have looked really good that first season. Uh, in Vegas and San Jose, that was a top 10 power play unit for both those teams. And then, of course, uh, a season where the Sharks were on the verge of going back to the cup final had they not run into the hottest team in the NHL and the St. Louis Blues, sixth in the league in power play that season. So, you know, the, there's the odds of, OK, well, some of these power play units for some of these teams have been really bad. They've ranked poorly amongst other NHL teams. But then there's been some seasons where they've been great and the Sharks have been great and made deep playoff runs, or in Vegas's case, that first season of Pete DeBoer uh, in Vegas with the Golden Knights. They also made the postseason then, too, and made a deep run to the Western Conference Finals. So you do have to keep that in mind. Even though there has been some bad, there's also been a handful of good with the man advantage for Steve Spot coached teams. Uh, and also, Spott and DeBoer have made the playoffs together in San Jose and Vegas all but one season. And that one season that they didn't was, of course, this previous season, which I mentioned a second ago, injury-ridden tons of off the ice issues just a lot of extracurriculars that were pretty distracting uh, and were just a recipe for the Vegas Golden Knights a recipe for disaster that is that prevented them from making the playoffs in a crowded Pacific Division and just an overall crowded Western Conference this was a loaded Western Conference this past season and even the teams that didn't make the postseason were really talented and can be anyone on any given night like the Vancouver Canucks uh, and even you know the the Sharks and the Ducks had a pretty good run to start the year before they did eventually fall off so even if the power play isn't great for the Stars this season, I think there's still reason to be optimistic and hopeful that they can have a really nice season in the Central Division and make the playoffs and hopefully make a deep run. Uh, because even when the power play hasn't been great, some of those Sharks and Vegas Golden Knights teams still went the distance and you know made it either to the Conference Finals or the Stanley Cup Finals or at least just made the postseason. And if you're the Dallas Stars, that's really all you can ask for year in and year out is to be a continual playoff contender. And then, of course, Joe Pavelski, kind of the X factor in all of this again. Pavelski was, of course, uh, a member, the captain of those San Jose Sharks, those two really good seasons that they had where they were in the top 10 in power play percentage. So you do have to keep that in mind. Pavelski will be with the Stars again this season. and I think he will continue to play a key role both on the five-on-five offense for Dallas as well as the man advantage. So don't write off Steve's spot just yet. Got to give him a chance to see what he can do. Change of scenery, new roster, new team new system, new division for him. Uh, And I'm really excited and curious to see what he and Pete DeBoer can kind of conjure up this offseason. And then, of course, we'll start to see some of it come together in training camp and the preseason. And then, of course, the regular season will be here before we know it. Uh, And we'll kind of have an idea of what this team's offense and power play will look like. So Steve spot, the new seemingly power play coach for the Dallas Stars, is here. And we'll just have to wait and see what he's able to conjure up this offseason. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the new assistant coach hires. And after we take a quick break, we will talk about Elaine Nazardine, the the assistant coach uh, who will be coming in to primarily focus on defense. We'll talk about him after a word from some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love and a delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in 100% chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time, so you have to go to built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out because they're going fast and they taste absolutely amazing. All built bars are, of course, collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Bilt.com. Moving on on this Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars, thank you guys again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show on youtube as well as your favorite podcasting platform thank you guys for the continued support and speaking of support we have a better idea of what the coaching staff will look like under pete DeBoer this season we talked about steve spot going to likely be manning the power play and now we are shifting our focus to elaine nazardine who it seems like will be kind of the maestro of the defense for the stars this coming season, Nazardine spent the past seven seasons in New Jersey with the Devils helping with the defense. And it was actually briefly the interim head coach during the middle of the 2019-2020 season, uh, as if that season wouldn't go on to be chaotic enough. At one point, he was the interim head coach. And then at the end of that season, he was eventually um, demoted, I guess, if you want to say that, to, back to being an assistant for the team uh, and is now finished out his time there and is going to be coming to Dallas to help coach with Pete DeBoer, Steve Spot, uh, and the rest of the coaching staff that is assembled, so we take a look at some of the numbers for Nazardeen, his several seasons with the New Jersey Devils, uh, and it's it's certainly an interesting chart of graphs. And of course, you you know we're mainly the stat I'm looking at. Is goals against which there's much more that goes into what is a good or successful NHL defense, but that's typically a pretty decent indicator. Obviously, there is a whole aspect of who your goalie is, uh, and that will affect the amount of goals that you surrender. Uh, And so you you can't just say, okay, the goals against numbers are either really good or really bad, and that determines whether this coach is going to be really good or really bad. But this is kind of an easy stat to look at and to kind of give you an idea of what Nazardine has done and what he's been dealing with during his time as assistant coach in New Jersey. His first season with the Devils, the 2015-2016 season, the New Jersey Devils, this was his best season, at least numbers-wise. Eighth in the NHL in goals against. This is a scale where the lower the number in rank, the better you are. So only seven more teams in the NHL allowed less goals than the Devils in the 15-16 campaign. So 8th with 202 goals allowed, and then things would kind of be downhill from there. The 16-17 campaign saw the Devils be 24th in goals against with 241. 17-18, they gave up 240 goals, which is 17th in the NHL, so kind of middle of the pack there. But then after that, they would never go above 25th in the NHL in goals against. 271 in the 18-19 season, 224 in the 19-20 season, Uh, 189 in the condensed shortened 2020 or 2020-2021 season. And then this past season, they were 29th in goals against one of the worst defensive teams in the league with 302 goals recorded against them. So again, these numbers might not be very encouraging, but as I said about Steve Spott, and as I even said before talking about those numbers, there's a lot more that goes into a successful defensive team. And a big part of that is goaltending. And uh, Nazardine is going to be coming into a system that has Jake Gottinger and Scott Wedgwood playing goalie. Those are two really solid options. Of course, Scott Wedgwood did have a brief stint in New Jersey, but was never really the guy up there. And of course, he's not even going to be the guy here in Texas either. That is Jake Ottinger's job. And Ottinger is set to be one of the premier goalies this upcoming season for the Stars. So he'll have that going in his favor. I mean, of course, he's going to have probably one of the better defensive cores that he's had in a while. Uh, with Miro Haskinen, I don't know if he's ever coached a defenseman in the NHL like Miro Haskinen, but then even some other guys on the team like Hockenpah, Esa Lindell, uh, Hanley, Harley. I mean, these are guys that have NHL experience. And even Klingberg, if he's able to stay, I mean, these are guys that have a wide range of NHL experience that he can work with. And, of course, Dallas has always been a, a team that prides themselves on defense and typically a defensive-minded team. So I think he's coming into a better situation as a defensive head coach and of course pete DeBoer teams have also typically been pretty good on defense they're usually in the top half or even near the top 10 uh, in goals against and some other defensive stats as well so this isn't like he's coming into a bad situation as we all know the new jersey devils haven't necessarily been one of the threats in the eastern conference i mean they did go to the stanley cup finals under Pete DeBoer at the start of the 2010s, but after that, they've kind of just been in a weird downward spiral. They're maybe kind of on their way back up, uh, but still, as of now, even just in a crowded Metro division with teams like uh, both New York teams. I think the Islanders even have a chance to be decent this season depending on how their head coaching situation works out. Nonetheless, I mean, the Devils are just kind of in a weird spot and they haven't been one of the better teams. So, of course, the defense isn't going to be that great. And I think Nasruddin has had to do the best with what he's got. But now he's going to actually have some pretty nice pieces to work with on defense. He's going to have a solid goalie between the pipes night in and night out and hopefully the offense can get rolling a little bit as well because that also is a mark of a successful team. Even if you don't always allow that many goals, you also have to be able to produce and score goals, which hopefully DeBoer and his offensive staff can help kind of conjure that up, and we'll, of course, have to see what that looks like as the summer continues on. But I I, I don't know. I kind of like the Nazruddin hire. I think it's an interesting hire. I don't really know who else I would have gone with, but he's a guy that has... You know, a ton of or not really a ton, but a decent amount of NHL experience, like seven plus years with the New Jersey Devils at the NHL level, but is even coached at the AHL level. Just been around this game for quite some time now. He's not really new to this. He has plenty of experience, again, bringing all of this knowledge and expertise with him to Dallas with a really nice defensive core and, and you know. His teams that he's coached in New Jersey haven't had that much success as of late, but that cannot be all pegged on him. And I truly do think that the tides can kind of turn in his favor for his career in Dallas with having a world-class talent with a player like Miro Haskin and even some more defensive-minded forwards. I think that he can conjure up a really nice defensive scheme. And of course, it won't be all on him as he will have Pete DeBoer working with him as well. Well, coming up next, we will talk about more coaches in the NHL that used to coach for Dallas, but have now found themselves in different cities. We'll talk about Rick Bonus and Jim Montgomery after a quick break. Today's episode of Lockdown Stars is also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using RockAuto. RockAuto is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything that you could possibly need for your car or truck, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your truck or car. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck could ever need at rockauto.com. All right, we're closing out this Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars, talking about some former Stars head coaches and the new gigs that they've landed. Uh, One of them pretty unexpected, and that is the hiring of Rick Bonus as the new head coach of the Central Division Winnipeg Jets. Uh, And, you know, obviously the Jets are kind of in a weird spot. I think that they're a team that could potentially be near the bottom of the standings. Uh, At least at this point in time, we'll, of course, have to take a deeper look uh, at some division and NHL standing projections later on in the offseason after uh, the draft and after free agency, after trades, things like that. Uh, But this team, you know, they've obviously I think we're expecting to go out and get Barry Trotz this offseason, a Manitoba native, but he's not even going to be coaching in the NHL next season disappointment in not getting him and there's been a lot of guys on their team that I've seen in rumors for trades and even just departing through free agency guys like Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley, Pierre-Luc Dubois, It's just kind of a mess in Winnipeg right now. And, you know, bonus, it was kind of expected that he probably wouldn't take another job, at least this coming season, Uh, maybe would get back into coaching a season or two from now. Uh, But we really only jump right back into things if he had a chance to go out and win a Stanley Cup by going to a team that is ready to compete for one, uh, which the Jets, I certainly don't think fall under that umbrella. And it's just an interesting hire. I don't think it's a bad hire. Um, as we've discussed before, and as many other people have said, Bonus is one of the most respected figures across the National Hockey League. He's a very classy coach. He's a very well-put-together coach, and he you know, pushes his players hard and expects a lot from them. So I believe that that will be a Jets team, regardless of who's on the roster at the start of training camp, that they're going to be pushed hard, they're going to work hard, they're going to be a grit-and-grind type of team. I just don't know how effective they will be in terms of trying to compete in the Central Division for a playoff spot. I mean, again, those bonus teams are always going to get after you and be competitive. We've seen that firsthand here in Dallas over the past couple of seasons, two and a half seasons, give or take. Winnipeg, it's an interesting landing spot. I'm happy for Rick Bonus because he's getting to continue to be a part of the game that he loves. And I'm sure in his mind, he is going to do everything he can to make this Jets team at least a playoff contender. And then if they're able to get to the playoffs, Who knows what can happen there? So happy for Rick Bonus Again, one of the the nicest guys that you'll meet or interact with. Uh, A whole class act in total. And glad that he was able to land uh, another NHL coaching gig, uh, this time north of the American border, up in Winnipeg with the Jets. So the Stars will be seeing him quite a few times this upcoming season. But another former Dallas Stars head coach, it was announced a few days ago, has been named uh, a head coach of a different franchise. And that is, of course, Jim Montgomery, the guy who was behind the bench before Rick Bonus became the head coach. Montgomery has been named the newest head coach of the Boston Bruins of the Atlantic Division. He was most recently an assistant with the Blues. He picked up that job with the Blues kind of after being away from the game of hockey. It was, I'm sure many of you remember, uh, his stint with the Stars cut short prematurely. Um, And, you know, he was relieved of his duties back in December 2019 for unprofessional conduct. And then eventually it was reported that he checked into rehab in January 2020, uh, alcohol rehab, that is. And so it seems like Jim Montgomery is on an upward trajectory. Obviously, getting that job with the Blues was big for him. Uh, He was really helping with the special teams there. And they had a pretty good power play and penalty kill in St. Louis this past season. Uh, And I'm excited for him to get another crack at the head coaching job. I think that the Stars were doing pretty well under his tutelage, even though it wasn't that long. Uh, He got them back into the postseason whenever he got hired and was doing a pretty good job with them before he was eventually let go in the middle of the 2019-2020 season. So I'm glad that he seems to kind of be Heading in the right direction in his life. It seems like he's sobered up, which is great. Incredibly happy for him on that front. And also just happy for him to have another crack at an NHL coaching gig. And it's, of course, a team in Boston that's not going to be seeing Dallas any more than two times in the regular season and wouldn't be a threat to them in the postseason unless it was in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, he's not posing too much of a threat to the stars as of right now. Happy for Jim Montgomery, happy for Rick Bonus. two former Dallas Stars head coaches who are getting another shot with different teams. And we'll just have to see how their teams shape out this season in contention with the squads and their division. I think that Atlantic division is also going to be highly competitive with the Lightning going to look to run things back. Uh, Teams like Toronto, teams like Florida in there. I think Ottawa is going to be an interesting team this season. Going to be a lot of fun to see how these new coaches across the league DeBoer, Bonus, Montgomery, Cassidy, uh, Tortorella in Philadelphia. Tons of new coaches and tons of different cities. It's going to make the NHL extremely interesting this season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube, and also follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple, you name it. You can also leave a five-star rating slash review if you like what you hear. It just takes a couple seconds and helps the show grow quite a bit and helps other people find our show. Uh, And if you like the show a lot and you know someone who is in need of daily Dallas Stars hockey content, you can always send them here. We are free to follow on everywhere that you can find our show, YouTube and podcasting platforms you can also find and follow me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis and our show as well at locked on stars but that's going to do it for me stars fans we'll be back here tomorrow to get you ready for the nhl draft